Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. You are listening to the Build Your Network podcast. If you're tired of the old way of networking, the business cards, the awkward conversations, and the aggressive pitches, but you know how crucial your network is to your success in life, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Build Your Network, the only top-rated show committed to helping you master content networking, foster real relationships, increase your authority, and build the network of your dreams. Listen in on conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success. So get ready to burn your business cards, ditch the name tag, and discover the new way to network with your host, Travis Chappell. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Freestyle Friday. And uh, today's episode, hopefully we don't get canceled. Hopefully our show doesn't get removed from Spotify for what we're about to say. Or any other platform. Or any other platform. (laughs) Everybody's been talking about Neil Young, Joe Rogan, Joni Mitchell, Brene Brown now. All these different people that are threatening to uh, pull themselves off of Spotify if uh, Spotify doesn't... uh, Crack down. Deal with Joe Rogan. Yeah, which is very vague. Yeah. It's very vague terms. Like, what exactly are they supposed to do about it? Also, I might be in the minority here, but I did not know who Neil Young was prior to this. You definitely are. Yeah. (laughs) Was that somebody you were familiar with? Yeah. Yeah. I knew the name at least. And I have one of his songs I listen to pretty regularly. Really? But I don't even remember the title right now. No, I have no idea who that is. Well, I just don't know uh, what even to say here anymore. It just feels like there's so many people that are launching into Joe Rogan, which just makes me want to listen to him more. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like anytime there's big business or big tech or these giant media companies that are trying to suppress somebody 
to me, that's just kind of like a why, why is, you know, and, and they claim obviously like, oh, it's spreading misinformation and all these different things. But to me, there's something bigger at play. And Joe will even say like, even the, in his response video that he put out, um, today, I think it was this morning that he put it out. And, uh, he was just talking about like, look, I, it was never my intention to grow this podcast this way. It was never my intention to do any of the stuff. He's like, I'm sorry if you're upset with me. I'm sorry if I've hurt you somehow. He was just like, I just wanted to podcast with my friends and it took off in an uncontrollable way. And he was, and he literally was coming on just to say like, I'm going to do my best to be as responsible as I can with that. But Without giving into the mainstream narrative, which is what I think so many people are looking to him for, is that he's not willing to just bend over backwards for what other people want, which is historically just not happened because it's been impossible for somebody to gain as large of an audience as he has without having the mainstream media be the exact driver of that audience. It's unprecedented. It's the first time this ever really happened. I think it scares the people who have been used to being in control for decades that just some random dude can start a show in his garage and have like 15 times the average viewership of one of their episodes that they've been. Why would CNN be mad about that? (laughs) No, I mean, here's the thing though, is like, I think this conversation gets lost by people who want to argue about, okay, well, do you agree with so-and-so that was on his show? Or like the conversation to me is not even about COVID at this point. And I don't even care to have that conversation. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's not what we talked about on the podcast, but like, it's more about just the free speech part of it. Yeah. And I mean, like even, even you and I probably have disagreements, you know what I mean? Like every single human being in, in the world, the big thing for me that just never makes sense when it comes to Alex Jones, Joe Rogan, not to group them together as the same person, but Alex (laughs) Jones, Joe Rogan, Donald Trump, like notable people that have either been censored or have attempted to been censored in the last couple of years. To me, it doesn't benefit anybody. First of all, I think anybody who wants to share something should be allowed to share it and you can judge it on your own. But I think the other problem is, is that if you disagree with somebody, the least effective way to take care of them, which sounds very mafiosa, the worst way to take care of them is to completely eradicate their platform. Because immediately you saw this with Trump, you see this with every far right pundit that's been removed. It just increases their fan base because it proves that they have something they're saying, even if this isn't the case, there's something they're saying that you're worried about. So their audience goes, you see, like they removed them. They're too dangerous for Twitter or for whatever the platform is. That's literally the thing is even if Spotify were like, just up in arms and they wanted to cancel Joe and they went back on their word in their agreement, which is you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. The only reason you signed the agreement tomorrow, he would just be putting out content somewhere else and Mm -hmm. his entire audience would follow him to that new content because they're not listening because it's on Spotify. That's what the weird thing is to me with this whole kind of strike for lack of a better term is that I don't really even understand what you're asking for. Like you're just asking Spotify to remove an entire like show. Mm -hmm. Like you're clearly just at that point asking them to take a political stance and saying that content that goes against our political views will not be allowed on our platform, which is why I respect Daniel X reply to all of this. He even said, he's like, there's a bunch of creators on Spotify that say stuff that I completely disagree with, but that's not my job. Like my right. job is to give people a platform to voice their opinion. It's not my job to decide whether or not that one is right. And that one is wrong. And there's clearly some things that are just completely 
you know, a non-starter for the conversation. And I think that they've done a pretty decent job. Of course, I haven't really looked into it that much, so I can't really say for sure. But I think Spotify's done a pretty decent job of, you know, making sure that those outlandish, crazy things are not being spread. You know what I mean? But that's not what Joe is. Like yeah. most well, of the people that talk that this much garbage about him and his show and stuff have never listened to a full yeah. episode of the show and will never listen to a full episode of the show. They see one 20 second clip that CNN pulls out of a three and a half hour conversation that they put out. And then that person looks at that and goes like, wow, his audience must just be a bunch of dumb people who are just yeah. dumb and have never read a book before. And it's like, you can't make that snap judgment on right. a 20 second clip out of context. That's like literally the reason for his podcast yeah. is for three hour, four hour conversations. Right with super intricate questions that are layered in like 12 different stories. There's so much more context that deserves to be a part of the conversation that never gets added into it. And that's what irritates me about it is like, I see that happening because I'll actually listen to the episode and then I'll go see the clip that they pull out of it. And it's just like no journalist worth their salt that has any integrity as a journalist should be pulling stuff out of context that blatantly. That's just bad journalism. Like you're not accurate representing the truth here. You're clearly just spinning this around an agenda. And by the way, it's the same on both sides. I'm not just trying to right. demonize CNN here. Like I'm just saying that they happen to be the ones that are always trying to, you know, prod Joe Rogan, even though Joe like a month and a half ago had their chief medical correspondent right. on his show. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing that I've always respected about Joe is that he'll have liberal friends that literally will get mad at him even on the podcast. Well, Joe, They'll even say it on yeah. the podcast. They'll get mad at him for bringing on like a Ben Shapiro type character. You know what I mean? Or a bunch of people got mad at him for Alex Jones and Spotify employees threatened to walk out and blah, blah, blah. But like my thing that I've always appreciated about Joe is that he will bring on Bernie Sanders and he'll bring on Ben Shapiro Mm -hmm. and he'll bring on Sanjay Gupta, the chief medical correspondent at CNN. And then he'll bring on, you know, Dr. Robert Malone and like have differing opinions, differing views. He'll ask them all similar questions. Like his search is one for the truth, regardless of agenda, just to have the good conversation. And to me, that's almost non-existent on any other platform that has any sort of real viewership on it. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent 
fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's where, you know, circling the response to Spotify, because I think that's what everyone was waiting for is like, are they going to end this contract? Are they going to, you know, obviously it hit them in immediately with the actual company like finances, but no, you know, that's going to course correct pretty quickly. Of course. But I thought the statement from Daniel Eck was pretty solid, but then there was one thing in it that I think kind of undoes the first part of the statement. So he said, uh, a decade ago, we created Spotify to enable the work of creators around the world to be heard and enjoyed by listeners around the world. Uh, to our very core, we believe listening is everything. Pick almost any issue. You'll find people and opinions on either side of it. Uh, there's plenty of individuals and views on Spotify I disagree with strongly. Then he says, it's important to me that we don't take on the position of being content censor while also making sure there are rules in place and consequences for those who violate them. So like, I appreciate that he said, we don't need to be a content censor, but then he says there need to be rules while still being this content censor. Right. (laughs) Like, and and I get it too. Like, I think there are very clearly drawn lines historically on like social media, like, you know, where, yeah, if you're making threats to somebody or if you're doing like like real conspiracy type, like, like not even that. Like, I mean, if you're, if you're saying something like, brutally racist or you know like something that's like an obvious black and white issue Mm -hmm. like that makes sense but i think leaving that door then it all depends who's deciding what that is right you know what i mean like to be the arbiter of truth yeah and i think in an ideal situation the way that i see it and look i'm someone that disagrees with a lot of (laughs) rogan's position and i and i also appreciate rogan a lot but my thing is the person deciding whether or not that should get into my mind is me. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, right. I want to be able exactly. to listen to Rogan and disagree. I want to be able to listen to, you know, we've had guests on build your network or like, you know, that I disagree with on a lot of different things, yep. but I want to decide after hearing them where I stand, not based on, Oh, someone said, Oh, they're not good for you. or They're not good to listen to. But I thought Spotify overall though, I think the response was perfectly in the middle, which is, We'll add in a disclaimer so people know what we're talking about medically. Uh, We're going to have clearly defined rules, which I think as long as it's clearly defined, I think is solid. And then we're testing ways to let creators and publishers know what's acceptable. I think those are all very valid and useful things. I just, like I said, I always get nervous about that door because at some point someone's going to decide what you talk about. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like my entire other podcast, like if the wrong people were in charge, right. They wouldn't let me talk about the things I talk about, you know? So it it just, to me, censorship always spins around, you know, and either side, it looks really bad. Yeah. That's the thing is you put yourself in Daniel X position and what else do you do? What a sweaty position to be in (laughs) (laughs) for real. Like, what are you supposed to do about that? Like you're not going to end this contract with literally the world's most famous podcaster. When you're building up a big podcasting, you also don't want to like say goodbye to a bunch of your artists. Like just cause I haven't heard of Neil Young, you know, doesn't mean that that I think he had like 6 million monthly listeners or something like that. Like wrote one of the greatest protest songs of all time. Okay. So we still got that. Yeah. (laughs) But that's, but that's my point is like, you don't want to say goodbye to all these other people. And one thing I will point out too, that I actually kind of appreciate about Neil Young's stance is that he came out and said something along the lines of, I don't expect platform censorship or something like that. But then he just made the point to say, but if they are allowing these things to be said, 
I just don't want to associate myself with yeah. that, but I'm not asking them to like censor or whatever. And like, that was a statement that I saw that he made afterwards. So, you know, credit where credit's due. I do appreciate that he's at least trying to throw so, some sort of defense out for free speech and saying that like, it's their choice to allow this on the mm-hmm. platform, but it's also my choice to not allow this on their platform because of that. It's almost now, how it also, should work. Yeah, right. Exactly. It, yeah. It's almost like we should respect each other's opinions or whatever, but he also offered to pay for like four or five months of Amazon music subscription for anybody that wanted to listen to his music after he took it off of Spotify, something like that. And I was like, Hmm, that's kind of a like clear advantageous business play. Cause Again, there's a lot of people, I think now in like this generation, uh, millennial generation, Gen Z, who probably haven't heard of Neil Young until a lot of this controversy happened. And he's happened to be getting a lot of publicity for it. And there's probably a good amount of positive things happening for his brand and his music just because of all of this. So like that always makes me take a step back because when people have a lot to gain from causing, from stirring controversy, that always makes me like immediately go back to, you know, well, why exactly are you doing this? Is right. it really to stand on your principles and your morals? Uh, or there's is always it, a lot of performative you know, elements to it yeah, you know, as well. Right. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm curious what people listening think, because it's definitely controversial. People, even within our social media, have uh, strong opinions one way yeah, or the other. Crazy, so man. I mean, even Brene Brown came out and was yeah. like, she didn't. Now, she didn't say 100 percent whether or not it was about well, Spotify Joe didn't say their statement was about Joe Rogan, but yeah, it was pretty clear when right. that one was, that one was kind of shocking to me, to be honest. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting someone like a Brene Brown, the kind of personal development space to come in and draw a clear line in the sand on that stuff. I, I just am such a proponent of free speech and it's literally one of the founding principles of this country, which is part of what makes us awesome. Like try to say any of the other things that are being said, Like in some of these other countries, man, like it's not allowed. It doesn't happen. And there's a reason for that. And it's because words are powerful and speech is powerful. And the game that gets old to me is where people play this game of like, it's not that big of a deal. You know, like it's not the big of a deal. Just don't worry about it. Just don't like, it's not the big of a deal. It's not the big of a deal. And it's like, every time we let a little bit go, that's a little bit that we're not going to get back. It's just a very dangerous line to be mm-hmm. walking, you know, and, and we just got to be very careful around when we decide to tell people you're not allowed to express how you yeah. feel about that. Especially when it's someone like Joe, who a lot of times isn't expressing how he feels. He's literally just asking questions to people that right. he admits are the experts. You know, right. he'll even, he'll be the first to tell you, like, I'm just a stand up comic comedians. with a podcast. So why are you getting so pressed about what comedians think about yeah. anything? <laughs> it's <laughs> literally their job to make fun of the world. Anyway. Well, but. is it okay that we said this? Do you have any thoughts on this? Would you like us to be removed from any platforms? Let there's us know probably, your thoughts. There's good, probably some people Good, out there. bad, spicy. Drop them in the comments below this video or find us on social if you're listening to the podcast and uh, drop a comment and find us and Neil Young on Amazon Music. That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Travis and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapel.com slash group to join his free Facebook group, Podcast to Profit. Travis will see you there. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.